The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2874. Well, the press tour for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series is in full swing, and we're going to cover a couple of stories that have come out that we haven't yet talked about, and no spoilers, so don't worry about anything like that, but just some cool details about the development of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, this time focusing on the Total Film Magazine issue that came out uh, just late last month. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So I'm going to highlight some highlights, <laughs> I guess you could say, about the Total Film Magazine article from May of 2022 that came out with the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. As its cover story, it features interviews with Moses Ingram and Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. Also Deborah Chow is a part of this one too. And... You know, it's funny, there are also mentions of the writing, but Joby Harrell doesn't actually get mentioned in here. And there are new pictures too, which you may have seen kicking around on social media, but it's nothing that's particularly new or exciting in the sense that it's revealing, right? <laughs> They're not revealing anything else at this point, aside from like maybe a little bit of a different background where Obi-Wan is standing someplace on Tatooine, or a little bit different background of Dayu, that's that sort of Blade Runner-y looking planet, right? But that's about it. So yeah, definitely doing well on keeping the wraps on things. In fact, there's actually one thing that I was tweeting about last week when they were on the press tour. Uh, Moses and Ewan and Hayden were on the press tour and they had made their stop in London and they were on BBC's The One Show, if I remember the name of the show correctly. One of the things that they were asked on there was whether James Earl Jones would be doing the voice of Darth Vader, or actually, I guess they sort of asked it as whether Hayden Christensen was doing the voice and they kind of deferred that question and Ewan McGregor said that they weren't at liberty to discuss it. Well, the same question is asked of Hayden Christensen in the Total Film article and he says, good question, and then defers it and won't talk about it. Hayden also talks about his experience with the prequels and says that he loved that experience and loved working with George Lucas and really only has positive things to say about the experience and thought that it was behind him until, of course, this situation came calling. As far as Ewan McGregor goes, well, you know, he also recalls some stuff fondly, but also then recalls how, you know, critical reception wasn't that great and fan reception wasn't that great in places because you know, a certain generation was really unhappy about the prequels and it was also difficult to film because of all the green screen and the blue screen and he's talked about that in previous interviews. But he also made a point of emphasizing just how great it is that the generation for whom those movies were made, like that primary audience, now they're grown up and now that appreciation is really coming out in full force for them and he is supremely grateful for it and grateful for the opportunity to be able to do the series. In fact, it's that wellspring of goodwill that kind of opened up his 
you know, putting it out into the universe to say, hey, if this ever comes along again, I'd be willing to do it. <laughs> and it really was putting it out in the universe because I guess this was in 2016 and the article talks about how they reached out to him. Kathleen Kennedy reached out to him in 2016 and said, yeah, we are seeing this all over social media and are you serious? And he said, well, you know, if it's the right thing, then yes, I am serious. And so that's when things started to develop. And they talk about that whole development process so the Stephen Daldry business and the movie business, like that comes up and apparently that is legit. The Darth Maul thing that was reported by one of the Hollywood trades, that gets addressed in here, but according to Deborah Chow, Darth Maul was never a part of it while she was a part of it. So yeah, I don't know if you know, that's really true. They don't necessarily say that that was true at any given point. All Deborah Chow says is that it wasn't any part of anything that I had to do with. One thing that has stayed true from every stage of development, it seems, is the idea of you know, losing faith and getting it back, or as the teaser trailer has it in the ending, it says hope survives, right? So Ewan Merger talks about how the very initial pitch meeting, the story was going to be about you know, a guy who has lost his faith and the story is the process of him getting it back. I think that's where we're going to leave things for now with the Total Film article. There are more interesting tidbits in there that we'll discuss tomorrow, but I do want to swing back around to the generational thing and just say how rewarding and gratifying and wonderful it is, even as somebody who grew up with the original trilogy and also as somebody who you know didn't necessarily go you know really over the moon excited about the prequel trilogy at all, you know, it's been amazing to see how it has grown over the years, how appreciation for it has become more vocal over the years. And my own appreciation for it has grown even as I've done this podcast. I think actually that's probably out of, you know, all the things that I have learned in doing this podcast. One of the things that has been surprising to me is how much I have come to appreciate the prequels, like more and more and much more than I did when they initially came out. And it's kind of tempered how I look at the sequel trilogy as well. So it's just been a really amazing experience to see how the you know public conception and how the fandom conception of the prequels has grown over the years. So anyway, there you go. That's what I've got for you for today's episode of the podcast. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.